0: Well, oh, that song hits the spot right now. Yes, it does. Let's chat with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun this morning. Good morning, Vaughn. Hey,
1: good morning, Simi.
0: All right, let's talk about the NDP government kind of getting their wrists slapped by the Privacy Commissioner.
1: Yeah, the Information and Privacy Commissioner, Michael McAvoy, is out yesterday with a letter. He wrote it to the government, but he released it to the public because it deals with something that's before the House. Uh, the, New De- the New Democrats are setting up NBC, which is a crown corporation that will manage half a billion dollars worth of public investments in venture capital, so high-risk stuff. And they have not included this Crown Corporation in B.C. under the province's access to information law, even though that law is a product of the first NDP government. So McAvoy uh, wrote the government letter and said, uh, this doesn't work. This is a lot of public money, $500 million. Yeah. It's risky, and it should definitely be covered by the Freedom of Information and Protection of Privacy Law. Um, As I said, released the letter to the public as well, said the government's excuses for not doing it don't really work. Uh, The government says, oh, well, you know, we'll review reporting annually, and there'll be an audit. And he says, no, that's not how. That's not how the law works. Like the fact that he would even have to remind them of that is sort of surprising. But, you know, one of the continuing stories, Simi, with... uh, politics is that was then and this is now. What you said you were going to do in opposition doesn't mean that you'd actually do it when you're in government.
0: And it's also convenient when they decide we're doing this because, well, the previous government did it, so why can't we do
1: it? It was really funny to see the Green leader, Sonia, first to know in action on this sort of rhetorically rolling her eyes and going to the the Democrats. Ah, that's not really a very good excuse that the liberals did it. Uh, and hid some of their stuff. I mean, really, honestly, you guys promised to do better. But, you know, this is sort of one of the reasons why the Greens are an asset in the B.C. legislature because they're kind of there to remind the public uh, and remind the main parties that, at some level, you're all the same, you know. Uh, so it was, it was, it was a good debate yesterday on this. Uh, the premier, I think, finally got it. He, John Horgan, said, "Well, he hadn't seen the letter from the commissioner, but uh, we do take these things seriously." He said, and he offered to meet the opposition leader Shirley Bond to discuss a way to respond. McAvoy, the information commissioner, Simi says it's actually pretty straightforward. The government can, under existing law with a stroke of a pen, say that the law does apply to NBC. And he also said, you know, if you're worried about business confidentiality and some of that stuff, like this has been managed for decades. ICBC's investment funds are managed under FOI. Uh, BC Hydro is managed that way. The, the government pension funds, the teachers' pension, all that. There's a Crown corporation that runs them. There are protections, but the idea that the basic public disclosure principles should be respected apply. And when you're talking, as I say, five hundred million dollars yeah. in high risk investments, these are this isn't uh, this isn't uh, take it to the bank investments. This entity in BC, I mean. It's own business plan says um, this is venture capital, negative returns, write-offs. We may not know for years how this is going to pay off. So this is very risky stuff. All the more reason the public needs to know what's going on here.
0: Absolutely. Okay, I want to talk about um, LNG today as well because uh, you pointed this out, the anniversary. This is the 10th anniversary this summer of the whole BC's going all in on LNG.
1: Yeah, I mean, hey, what was going to happen? There were 20 projects. We were going to be debt-free. Well, it worked for a while. It worked in the election in 2013, but here we are 10 years later, and we're still not shipping LNG out of British Columbia. And that sector of the economy has gone through a couple of cycles. Um, I, I, the one thing I point to is at about the same time as Christy Clark said, you know, LNG is at hand here in British Columbia. And she said that 10 years ago this summer. Uh, the governor of Louisiana said the same thing. You know, we're going to develop LNG here in, in Louisiana, and we're going to ship it in liquefied form to Asian markets. Well, Louisiana's been shipping for five years. They've got a couple of terminals up and running. The Texans are doing it. And for me, this is just a reminder of how difficult it is to get anything built in this province. The regulatory barriers, dealing with First Nations, dealing with environmental concerns um, are all there. Yes, One terminal under construction in Kitimat. The pipeline is sort of under construction as well. It is under construction, but there's some issues there. Uh, But what? You've got Woodside, the Australians. um, They were in another project in Kitimat. They put their stake up for sale. Chevron put its stake in that um, project in Kitimat up for sale a while ago. There have been no takers. So it's a tough place to invest.
0: It sounds like it, too. It, but, you know, for this thing, it almost was like from the very beginning, we thought, can we really do this on that big of a scale? It seemed pretty way too ambitious.
1: Yeah, it did. But, you know, it's a private company, Shell, and a consortium that have actually put up most of the money here. Uh, yes, there are some incentives. Uh, the Green Leader, uh, Sonia Firstino, up in the House yesterday, pointing out that you know, and the, now the International Energy Agency is saying, well, you know, fossil fuels are a fading prospect. Uh, we shouldn't even be building any more of these projects. So, you know, what, are we, what we have here is a project that's underway. A lot of money's been spent on it. It's real jobs and real employment in Kitimat, the pipeline, which goes all the way to Dawson Creek. Most of the sections of it are under construction, except for the one where there's the dispute with First Nations. But you know, it, we, it's taken us so long to get going on this, and you know, in volatile international investment markets with resource development, you have to strike when the iron is hot, as they say. And we've missed the boat. We now have one project left, uh, plus one in Squamish that's still in the planning stages. But uh, I don't know. I, I I still think the New Democrats are committed to getting this thing finished, but. These big international investors, Shell, uh, they're committed for now, but you know, uh, you do wonder, will we, uh, will the day come where the current premier, because he'd probably still be premier at that point when the terminal is up and running, uh, gets to go and uh, say uh, LNG really is at hand, we're sending our first shipment out toward Asia.
0: 10 years. I know. I can't even believe it's been that long already. Um, Let's talk just quickly about the COVID-19 numbers here. Um, So now we're getting down to the 12 to
1: 17-year-olds. Yeah, 12 to 17-year-olds. And we also have an event with the Premier today. Uh, He's joining Dr. Henry and Adrian Dix today at the announcement. I I think what we may get from the Premier today is some clarification on what 's happening next week with the restaurants, as uh, our colleague Keith Baldry has reported the The restriction on restaurants expires at midnight on Monday, and the restaurant industry is saying don 't leave it till Monday night' like we 'd like to staff up and order some food and get ready so I think the Premier said he promised to give the restaurant sector as much notice as possible, so um uh, man, Thursday and the notice is Monday, I think he's going to have to say what's happening on Monday, whether they're going to extend it for another week or mm, it's going to expire. I don't know which it'll be, but and I know the problem, Simi, is the long weekend and they don't want people to get ahead of themselves well, exactly. and celebrate the end of the pandemic too soon because it ain't over yet so uh, it's going to be interesting A real, I think uh, every restaurant operator in the province will be tuned into the Premier this afternoon even if uh, some people are getting tired of the pandemic story I know but
0: what about the reopening plan is that still supposed to be coming next week?
1: Yes we are getting a reopening plan next week but again I know the Premier said yesterday he said in his thing this week and Dr. Henry, uh, Adrian Dix have all said, hey, let's not get ahead of ourselves. It's not over yet. So I don't know. I don't think B.C. is in as much of a rush to get going as some of the other places. Uh, Well, Quebec's ahead of us. Uh, Some other places are ahead of us. But Quebec's actually going to let hockey fans I attend know. hockey games again. What won't they think of next? <laughs> Wonders never cease.
0: I do love that, though, because Toronto Maple Leafs fans really, really, really want to make sure they sweep the Canadians, because if they <laughs> don't, they don't want to have to go back in that bed. They get to have fans in, and yeah. Toronto doesn't, you yeah. know? Yeah. I know you love to talk about
1: sports, oh, mom, so I'll stop Oh, I love to talk about it. I just love to talk I'm an old <laughs> Montreal Canadiens fan, Simi. Are I, you? you know, yeah, but like, you know, 100 years ago when they were when they were actually winning <laughs> the Stanley Cup. So you're
0: talking about like the Daryl Sittler Ken Dryden era, way back when. Yeah, way back then. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah all right, yeah. way back when. That's when that the classic Hitler Toronto, the Montreal Canadiens. <laughs> no, I was going to say right. that was the classic years of Toronto and Montreal, yeah, right? The let's 1970s. Let's
1: go with Frank Okay, how Oh about boy. Okay. Yes. Okay.
0: Uh, you beat me on that one. Thanks for that, Bob. Bye bye. <laughs>